Amen. Turn with me, if you will, to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter number 14. somebody come up to me tonight in the prayer room and say, Pastor, don't you shorten your preaching. You just keep preaching. He said, I could listen to it all night, but don't tell them I said it. <laughs> so, Sister Bonnie, your secret's safe with me. <laughs> Thank you for your kind words. I love you so much. Exodus chapter number 14 and verse number 19 through verse 22. If you found it, say praise the Lord. Lord. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. The pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud of dark and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these. So that the one came not near the other all the night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. Everybody say the sea. And the Lord caused the sea, everybody say the sea, to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground and the waters were a wall to them. On their right hand and on their left. The Bible said, and the Lord caused the sea to go back. The Lord caused the sea to go back. I'm going to preach for a little while tonight. And I hope for the Lord to have his way as I preach tonight about a way in the sea. God, have your way. Anoint me to preach. Anoint ears to hear. God, let this congregation and me and you all come into agreement tonight so the anointing can flow from you through me to them and out into this world, oh God. Make a way in the sea for somebody, Lord. God, you know what the sea is for each individual. You know what their trouble, what their trial, what their obstacle, what their circumstance is. But God, I pray that you would make a way. Lord, make the waters to go back in Jesus' name. Let your anointing destroy yokes and move in this place in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise and shout with the voice of triumph. Oh, yes. God bless you. You can be seated. 
The sea in both history and in scripture has significant symbolism, it has much meaning. The sea to most people represents the unknown. In its dark depths lurk the creatures of all kinds of malice and ill will. We find throughout literature and time all kinds of media that the sea represents things that are dangerous, things that are troublesome, things that are foreboding. The sea in the Bible was a place of fear and dread, a place of danger. The sea spawned the storms, if you will, that tossed the ship of the disciples. It was on the sea where Jesus had to step out and calm the waters. The Bible talks about the Leviathan, the great beast that lurks in the depth of the sea, a monster that seeks to devour and destroy. Repeatedly in the Bible, the sea is referred to as having boundaries that are set by God, and that if God were to lift his hand, that the sea would devour the land. In the Apostle John's apocalyptic vision, we find the following verse in Revelation 13 and 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven horn, heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. In John's revelation, the beast rises up out of the sea as if the sea is the domain of the beast. The sea is somehow the abode of the beast. The prophet Daniel likewise, in his end-time prophecy, he wrote in Daniel 7 and 2 and 3, he said, Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, four winds of the heavens strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up out from the sea, diverse one from another. In Daniel's vision, the four winds of heaven strove or contended or wrestled with the great sea. It is this great wrestling match, this great battle between the sea and the winds of God. The wind in the scripture is normally a reference to the spirit of the Lord. In Ezekiel's prophecy in the valley of dry bones, it was the wind that came and breathed life into the dead dry bones. In Acts 2, it was the Holy Ghost, like the sound of a rushing mighty wind that filled that house. Daniel said the four winds of heaven strove or contended against that spirit of the sea. The passage suggests that evil lurking in the sea are combated by the spirit of heaven. Daniel said four beasts came out of the sea. They were described with words that bring an ominous feeling to the heart. They had power to devour flesh, to destroy flesh, consume flesh. They had dominion over sinful man. They were called dreadful. The Bible called them terrible and exceeding strong. The beasts of the sea are an enemy to man and an enemy to the souls of men. And so it is 
that there was a contention between the beast of the sea and the winds of the spirit. The sea is carnality. The sea is sinfulness. The sea is worldliness. The sea is wickedness. The sea is the enemy of the soul. And from the sea arises the beasts of hell, the beasts that afflicts the soul of mankind, the beasts that are dreadful and terrible and consume the man and the woman from the face of the earth. The beasts are addiction and adultery, mayhem and malice, carnality, sinfulness, the beasts of the sea are the most dreadful things that come against the soul of man. The soul of man tonight, make no mistake, has a mortal enemy. You have an enemy. It's the great beast of hell. And that beast from hell wants to destroy your eternal soul. Amen. The beast is bloodthirsty. The beast has no conscience. The beast has no morals. The beast has no mercy. The beast has no compassion. The beast has no sensitivity. The beast loves the thought of destroying your soul. The beast wants you to die lost and go to a devil's hell. The beast wants you addicted to sin, addicted to alcohol, addicted to drugs, addicted to sex, addicted to immorality. The beast wants you addicted to sin. The beast is consumed with hatred for you. The beast is the most selfish, self-centered being that there's ever been. Everything he does is for the motive of destroying the soul of man and the work of God. The beast wants to destroy everything that God wants to do in your life. May I remind you that the devil is a liar. Amen. The beast is a liar. He hates your soul. He doesn't want you to enjoy sin. He doesn't want you to enjoy the world. And the end goal is for you to be destroyed by the sin that he tries to get you into. The devil, the beast doesn't want you to repent of your sins tonight. The beast doesn't want you to be baptized in Jesus' name tonight. The beast doesn't want you to speak in tongues when the Holy Ghost falls on you tonight. The beast doesn't want you to live holy, faithful, righteous. The beast doesn't want you to worship. The beast doesn't want you to say amen right now. The beast doesn't want you to yield to the spirit of God. He hates it when you come to church. He hates it when you worship. He hates it when you pray. He hates it when you run the aisles. He hates it when you clap your hands. He hates it when you lift your voice. He hates it when you worship. He hates it when you let the Holy Ghost move. The beast doesn't like a move of the Holy Ghost. The spirit of the Lord is contending against the beast that wants to destroy your soul. He'll use anything he can to get you bound by sin. Doesn't matter to the devil what he does as long as the end result is you being bound. From the sea arises the beast that will addict your soul to drugs and alcohol and pornography, adultery and fornication, bitterness and hatred, all kinds of sin. He baits the trap with worldliness. And then when you've taken the bait and your soul is bound, he turns the table and he mocks you and tells you what a failure you are. He, he tempts you to sin 
And then when you do, he tells you how worthless you are and how no good you are. My question to the devil is if they're no good, why are you fighting so hard to get them? If they have no value, why do you want them so bad? The truth is because you have value in the eyes of God. His attack against you is an attack against God. You may be a sinner, but God loves you. You may have problems, but God cares about you. The beast rises up out of the sea with hate. The sea holds the beast, and the advance of the sea is ever present. Here is one thing I know about the sea. It is constant in its attack. It's con it consistently comes in and out. Its waves crash one after the other, after the other. It is a constant onslaught of the sea. The sea marches continually. It never stops. It comes in, it goes out. The tides rise, the tide falls. The sea never stops. It's the power of the sea. Here's the trouble with the sea. The sea is persistent, consistent, and never relents. Here are some pictures. They're going to help me by putting this up on, on the wall. Here are some pictures of a place from Newport, from at Nye Beach in Newport, Oregon, called Jump Off Joe. That is, that is the, the name of that rock. Apparently, people would jump off of it. I don't, that's, that's a guess. Jump Off Joe. This picture is from around 1890. And look at how big it was. But then you just go forward about 50 years or so. And here's the next picture. That's now, that's 100 years. We skipped one in between. That's, that was the, that's the one 50 years later. And now the next one is the current. It's nothing but just a, you see, you, you can barely see just a couple of little risings of rock right there on the edge of the water. That did not happen overnight. That didn't happen. It wasn't jump off Joe in 1890 and then all of a sudden became nothing but basically a flat beach. That happened because wave by wave the sea came and took a little bit and then it came back and took a little bit more. Day and night they would go to bed and Joe didn't look any different the next morning than he did the night before. But make no mistake, the sea had gradually taken a little bit more and a little bit more imperceptible each moment, each wave carrying a little bit away. But, uh, but the people didn't understand that that's what was happening. But the marching of time and the never-ending presence of the sea eroded, jump off Joe, until there's nothing left but just a remnant of what used to be. Now I tell you, that is how the sea works. Uh, it wants to take just a little bit of your worship today. Maybe so little that you don't even realize that it was a little bit less than yesterday. But rest assured, the wave is coming back again tomorrow. And it's going to take a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. 
Maybe you prayed today, but not quite as much as yesterday and not quite as much as the day before, but rest assured the seed's coming back tomorrow and it wants to take a little bit more. It'll make you busy with everything in life. It'll consume you with everything going on in this world, but make no mistake, the sea is coming to claim your walk with God. The sea wants to come and destroy your marriage. Take a little bit out of it today and a little bit out of it tomorrow. The sea wants to claim your children Get them a little bit carnal today and a little more carnal tomorrow. The sea wants to take your, 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 your peace and your joy just a little bit today and a little bit more tomorrow. I've come to tell you the sea is relentless. There are some of you, you're going through trials and tests and you feel like it's never going to relent. That's because the sea never stops. It's a battle to keep erosion off your soul. Drop your standard a little today, and then a little more tomorrow, a little more tomorrow. It might not happen. It might not happen to the church today, and it may not happen next week. It may not happen next month, but if we're not vigilant and consistent, rest assured at some point, the sea will claim everything that the church has. Amen. You don't have to give up everything today. The sea will claim a little bit of your walk with God. They, can I preach for a second about some folks that when you were a new convert used to shout all over the place? Used to shout all, you couldn't wait to get to church. There were people when you were first filled with the Holy Ghost, you couldn't wait to come to church, lift your hands, and love God. But somehow the sea has taken that passion, and it's almost a struggle just to get up and come to the house of God. You got to understand that's the sea that we're facing. The relentless motion of the sea. But I, I'm, I'm, coming, I'm, I'm coming to a close here soon. Exodus 14 and 19. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. God got between them and their enemy. And God said, you know what? You've come after them long enough. It's time for me to get in between you and the enemy. The Bible said they came not near each other all night long. It was a darkness to Egypt, but a light to Israel. The same presence of God that blinded the Egyptians gave a light to shine for God's people so that they could see where they were going. And the Bible said Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back. Hallelujah. By a strong east wind. Daniel said, I saw the wind contending with the sea. I saw the winds as it was contending against what was happening in the sea. Here, let me just cut to the chase tonight. And let me tell you that the devil has a plan to destroy you, but God has a plan to preserve you. The devil has a plan to frustrate you, but God's got a plan to encourage you. The devil has a plan to break you, but God has a plan to build you. 
Hey, somebody better help me preach right now. God's going to make a way in the sea. Hey, let me just tell you right now, we are going to have Holy Ghost revival in 2021 and 2022 and until the Lord comes back. Let me just tell you, if you've not been coming to the prayer room on Sunday night, you better, if you don't want to get the Holy Ghost, you better not come within 20 feet of that door because God's making a way. These young people aren't going to backslide. They're not going to get out of the church. They're not going to be carnal. God's going to make a way. Listen to me, moms and dads. You can raise your kids to love God. You can raise kids in this generation to worship God. Look around right now. If these kids can do it, your kids can do it. God's going to make a way in the sea. God's going to provide your needs. God's going to heal your body. God's going to pour out his spirit. God's going to set things right. God's going to move in this place. God's going to deliver. There's going to be revival in this generation because God is going to... I understand. I understand the world is bad. I understand sin is rampant. I know all about this generation. I know ever. I know what's going on in this world. It's a wicked, viral world. And if we're not, if we're not careful, we'll give up hope to see the glory of God. But my Bible said that the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than the former. He's going to make a way. He's going to make a way in the sea, my brother and sister. God is going to make a way for you. Hey. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a quarter. They paid me what I was worth. Anybody got a trial? Let me tell you something, Devin. God's going to make a way for you, son. God's going to make a way in the sea. When it looks impossible, when it looks like there's no way, when you wonder how you're going to keep going forward, you just keep walking because God's going to make a way in the sea. He'll part the water if he has to. He'll do whatever it takes. He'll let the wind of the Spirit blow on your life and give you a fresh anointing from heaven. God is going to make a way. I said God is going to make a way in the sea. Amen. Let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell you something. Come here, sis. Amen. I, I'm, she, she's, she's doing everything she can to help her. I'm going to, you can hold my finger just like Kate used to when we used to pray. She's doing everything she can to help her dad build that church in Bahalia. She plays the music, she sings, and when I preach there, she interprets while I preach. Amen. I preached there, what was it, six, eight weeks ago? And I told Brother Perfecto, I said, Brother Perfecto, you need to start looking for another place to have church. You need because God's getting ready to send people and He's going to fill this place up. You have to find a place. Amen. He called me a few days ago, and we were talking. He, he was. We, he called me a few days ago, and we were talking about what God's doing. I said, Brother Perfecto, I told you six weeks ago, you're going to have to find another place. You, you, whether you rent or buy. And I told him, I said, I'm going to give you five thousand dollars to help you because I believe in what you're doing. She didn't know I had that conversation with her daddy, but she walked in the church. She said, we had revival last night and this morning, and the church was full, Pastor. People were everywhere. People are coming because God is going to make a way in the sea. God is going to make a way in the sea. God is going to make a way in the sea. 
I've come to stay, I've come to tell people that you don't know what's going to happen. Your life has so much chaos, you don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you right now what's going to happen. God's going to make a way for you. God's going to part the sea for you. He's going to, let me tell you what's getting ready to happen in Mantachi. God, pour a revival out in Mantachi. Make a way in the sea, God. I've come to preach to people that came in this place frustrated and wondering, when's it going to stop? When's it going to stop? It's not going to stop. The sea comes, and it comes, and it comes, and it comes, and it comes. But one of these times, God is going to step out. He's going to say, enough is enough. I'm tired of that sea, and I'm going to part it, and you're going to walk through on dry ground. The obstacle, you're going to walk through the obstacle that the devil sent to stop you. He's going to make a way in the sea. I rebuke cancer in Jesus' name. I rebuke anxiety in Jesus' name. I rebuke fear in Jesus' name. I rebuke trouble in the name of Jesus. God, make a way. God. tell you, you are a few steps from your miracle. You are a few steps from your breakthrough praise. Because my Bible tells me that when they got on the other side of the sea, there, there used to be a tambourine. Hand me that tambourine. I'm the only one in the church that has permission to play it. For now. Maybe forever. They got to the other side. My Bible tells me that they got to the other side. And when they did, Miriam grabbed the tambourine and they began to sing the horse and his rider has he cast into the sea. The horse and, let me tell you, what the devil sent to stop them ended up being their own grave. What the devil sent to stop them ended up being their own grave and what the devil sends against you, God's getting ready to turn it around. Somebody ought to give him a praise right now. Somebody ought to give him a shout because he's made a way in the sea. He's going to help your marriage. He's going to help your kids. He's going to help your finances. He's going to calm your mind. I don't know how your bill's going to get paid, but God's going to make a way. Somebody ought to have a breakout praise service right now because you got a prophetic word from God that it's going to be okay. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I know it's going to be all right. All I, I don't know what's going on in the world, but I know this much. My God makes a way in the sea. They're getting ready to come home, Mama. They're getting ready to pray through, Daddy. They're getting ready to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Send it, Lord, send it. Let me prophesy to this city and to this community. It's getting ready to be swept by a Holy Ghost revival. It's going to move in our schools. It's going to move in our places of business. It's going to move in our neighborhoods, down these curvy old roads. Holy Ghost revivals getting ready to shake North Mississippi in Jesus' name. He's going to make a way. He's going to make a way in the sea.
The horse and his rider has he cast into the sea. The Lord has triumphed gloriously over them. Ha. Woo, Jesus. You got permission. God's making a way. When it looked like there was no way, God made a way. When it looked like it wasn't going to happen, God did it. When it looked like you were at your breaking point, God did it. He made a way. He made a way in the sea. Brother Reggie, when you didn't think you could take any more, when you thought that it was over and it was done, grab that thing for a minute. I want you to know that when it looked like the light was about to go out, God stepped into your living room. Didn't he? Didn't he? I was in that living room with you when the Holy Ghost began to turn it around. God made a way in the sea. I'm telling you, God's got you in his hand. What was sent to stop you, you're going to shout on. What was sent to stop you, you're going to worship over. What was sent to destroy you, it's going to be your song of praise. Egypt oh, God, I stop. Egypt went from being an enemy to being a lyric in a worship song. Let, let, me, let me just say that one more time so that can sink in a little bit. Egypt went from being an enemy to being a lyric in a worship song. I don't know what your enemy is, but I wish you'd sing a song about it right now. Ain't no grave going to hold my body down. Ain't, ain't no sickness going to stop my praise. Depression's not going to destroy my life. Addiction's not going to reel me back in. My enemy became a lyric. My, ly my enemy became a song of praise. I wish somebody just go ahead and praise him, right? I got victory. I got victory over my struggle. I got victory over my enemy. God made a way. I don't know how we got here other than God made a way. When I thought I was going to lose my mind from anxiety, God made a way in the sea. When I thought depression was going to destroy my life, God made a way in the sea. When somebody broke my heart and I didn't think I could ever get myself up off the ground, God made a way in the sea. When the doctor's report made me think there's no hope, God made a way in the sea. When the devil told me you'll never raise these kids to love God, God made a way in the sea. Sister Gail, when the devil told you Craig's never coming back to the house of God, God made a way 
in the sea. Hey, there he is. Come up here and shout with me for a minute. God made a way in the sea. When you didn't think you could get through it, you got through it. The thing that almost stopped you is now a, th a source of praise. He made a way. He made a way. He made a way. He made a way. He did it for me. He'll do it for you. He did it for me. He'll do he did it for him. He'll do it for your boy. You got permission. The Bible says, rejoice with them that rejoice. He made a way. He made a way. He made a way. Look, if you'd shout now, he might do it for you too. Let me tell you what God does to seas. He either parts them, he stills them, or he walks on them. <laughs> Woo, glory. Do you hear what I said? Here's what God does to the obstacles. He parts them, he stills them, or he walks on them. It ain't no obstacle to God. It's no obstacle to him. Whatever's in your way is just a road. It's just a little bump on the road compared to what God. Woo. Sister Abby, I want you to join up with the sweet lady in the pink, and I want you to hold hands with her, and I want you to declare victory in Jesus' name by the authority of the word of God. Let me tell you, sweetheart, God's going to make a way for you. God's going to make a way for you. God's going to work it all out. I don't know how. I don't know when. But I know a God that makes a way. A man that God's hands on your life. You hear me? All the stuff the devil's tried to do. He's tried to destroy your mind. He's tried to destroy your faith. He's tried to destroy your body. Right? But here you are. He made a way. Struggle's not over, but he made a way. Hey. Hayden, God's hands on your life, young man. Let me tell you, I know you've had your share of heartache. You've had your share of sorrow. You've had your share, you've had to deal with stuff that God knows no kid your age ought to have to deal with. But I'm going to tell you something right now. God didn't bring you this far to leave you. You hear me, Kirsten? God didn't bring you this far to leave you. God's made a way. It's already mapped out. It's already planned out. It's already decided. The hand of God has determined I feel something in the, I feel a breakthrough. 
I feel a breakthrough. I feel something. I, I was praying in the prayer room, and I started saying, God, do something special here. And I wasn't just talking about tonight. I believe God's getting ready to release an anointing of revival on this church that's going to make people come not only from all over the state, but from all over the world to see what God's doing. He's going to make a way because he wants the world to know if he can do it here, he can do it anywhere. If he can do it here, he can do it everywhere. He can do it in Paris and Rome and New York. He can do it in Mantachi and Columbus. He can do it in Memphis. He can do it everywhere. He made a way. And I feel an angelic presence in this place right now. I feel like God is beginning to turn the tide for somebody. That angel of the Lord's about to get between you and your enemy. The thing that's been fighting you. It's going to be a darkness to your enemy, but a light to you. It's going to be a barrier that God says, okay, enough is enough. You've gone too far. You've pursued long enough. From now on, I'm guiding these folks, and I'm taking them to their promise. There's a destiny to be had. There's a revival to be had. There's a promise to be had. There's victory to be had. You ought to just open your mouth and speak out what you're asking God to do right now. You ought to speak your spiritual dreams out right now. You ought to be bold enough to say out loud the things that God's put in your heart and spirit. It doesn't matter if anybody else believes you can do it. It doesn't matter if anybody else believes you've got it in you. If God put it in you, it's there for a reason. Amen. I'm, I'm tired of people saying, oh, no, the devil's coming. Oh, no, the trial's coming. Oh, no, the evil's coming. You know what I want? I want hell to say, oh, no, Bethlehem's coming. Oh, no, that brother full of the Holy Ghost is coming. I'm not afraid of the devil anymore. I want the devil to be afraid of us. I want him to tremble when he sees a Holy Ghost-filled apostolic walk into the room because he knows his kingdom's coming down. Amen. Grab somebody's hand and lift it up all over this place. Amen. We're going to take just a pause right now and let the Holy Ghost talk to you. God, place a dream and a vision in them. God, place a dream and a vision in them. <laughs> Speak to them by the Holy Ghost, God. Drop a seed of faith in their heart right now. We're ready to have you pray. And then you can pray, you can preach, you can close, you can do whatever. But I'm going to be done in just a minute. That's right, keep praying. God's going to drop something in your spirit. God, let hope come into this place. That's right, keep your hands up. In the name of Jesus. Just, we're just letting the Holy Ghost put something in your spirit right now. 
Come on, let's push a little bit. Come on, let's push a little bit. God's making a way in the sea right now. God is making a way in the sea right now. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I command the waters to part right now. In the name of Jesus, I felt in the prayer room tonight that tonight would be some, something would happen that is impossible in your life. You came here with an impossible situation. You came here with impossible addictions. You hear me? You came here with impossible chains. You said, it's impossible. I've tried and I've tried, but God, God is going to make a way when there seemed to be no way. Come on, press through it. Press through it. Press through it. Press through it. Holy Ghost is moving in this house. That impossible situation. God said it's possible. The devil told you it is impossible, but God said it is possible. It's it's gonna happen tonight, tonight, tonight. In the name of Jesus, come on, push. Come on, push. There's breakthrough in the room. You're about to break through that sea you couldn't cross over. You're about to break through that thing that's been holding you back. You're about to break through it. There's a breakthrough here right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Push a little deeper. Push a little deeper. Breakthrough is in the room. Deliverance is in the room. Healing is in the room. It's right here, right now. Whatever you need is here right now. I lose deliverance in the name of Jesus. I lose healing in the name of Jesus. I lose breakthrough in the name of Jesus. I lose deliverance in the name of Jesus. I lose freedom from addiction in the name of Jesus. I lose liberty in the name of Jesus. Let it flow in this house. Let it flow in your life. I command the sea to open up now. I command the sea to open up now. You're going to walk out on dry ground. You're going to walk out on dry ground. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, let it flow. Let it happen. Break loose. Break free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You came here with the impossible, but you've got to understand you, you serve the God who with him all things are possible. It is possible. You will get your breakthrough. You will be delivered tonight. Come on, we're about to start singing. We're about to start worshiping. 
And when we start worshiping, I want you to give God everything you can. Praise him like it's already done. Praise him like you saw the Red Sea open up. Praise him like that thing that's been holding you back isn't there anymore. That God parted it. God took it away. Here it comes right now. Look at you. Look at it. Look at it in the spirit. Here it comes right now. It comes right now. That sea is being split right now. You're about to walk out on dry ground. You're about to walk out with no more chains, with no more bondage. You're walking out with freedom. You're walking out with deliverance. Come on, worship Him for it. Our victory was won. Little did we know that Pharaoh was not done. But Pharaoh's army behind and the Red Sea before. Moses lifted up his rod and he called on the name of the Lord. And the sea split, parting in two. Pharaoh and his army drowned, but we came on through. And the sea split, parting in two.
Come on, lift up the name of the Lord. Lift up the name of the Lord. 